This is the Beard and the Sash Podcast, your host, Troy Ballard and Adam Parker. We cover the NFL, NBA, and MLB. We have news, we have opinion, get ready. This is the Beard and the Sash Podcast, your host, Troy Ballard and Adam Parker. We are chatting Super Bowl recaps. Adam, the Super Bowl is over. What are your thoughts? Um, I'm glad, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, glad, you're glad the Super Bowl's over? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, that was kind of a, a bad question, I guess. Bad, bad intro question. <laughs> but the the Super Bowl, I was was not exactly what what you and I had imagined. I don't think it was a bit of a I don't want to say a snoozer, but it wasn't as exciting and as uh, adrenaline pumping as other Super Bowls. You know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't have the same oomph behind it. Um, and for those of you who don't know and are just listening for the first time, I'm sure you've already heard it by now, but the Giants did, in fact, win 21-17 to over the New England Patriots and Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. And uh, needless to say, I was not under the impression that the Patriots would lose again. I was pretty sure that Tom Brady was going to go total beast mode and, and win the second time around, but that didn't happen at all. Oh, yeah, I think, I think we're pretty much... Uh already uh, crafted out uh, Brady's uh, bust to go in, going to Canton for the NFL Hall of Fame. So, uh, yeah, I was expecting the same thing. <laughs> well, he's he going to the Hall of Fame regardless. You know, he, he's, he's, a sure, he's a surefire Hall of Famer, but uh, when, when it comes to Super Bowl wins, I was pretty sure this is, this is a lock. Um, so what, I, he just couldn't, Brady just couldn't put the team on his back then? Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he couldn't be like Greg Jennings put the team on his back. Uh, he... Uh, I mean, he, he had a pretty good game. You know, he's not getting a bad game. 276, two touchdowns, and interception. Um, it was just there's so many in, inconveniently timed drops by New England's wide receivers. Um, I, I don't know if it was either they were just it was it was a high pressure situation, bad drops, or they were caught looking in Tom Brady's eyes. I don't know. But well, from what I saw, most of the other than that little one that Brady missed branch by a few inches. Other than that one, the Welker and Hernandez were both, those drops were both on those two guys, man. Yeah, inexcusable, inexcusable <laughs> I could I couldn't believe the Welker drop. I mean, Donnie Moore, let me get Donnie Moore on the horn, lower that catch rating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking, like, you know, with, with, with that mustache he's got, it, it reminds me, I'm thinking Wes Welker here, of course. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. He looks a little bit like a 70s porn star. Yeah, man, he looks like a five foot nine Ron Jeremy type deal, man. He's got that going for him now. <laughs> But, but there's <laughs> there's no excuse for that drop. I agree. Those intense, those intense green eyes, man. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, those those things could uh, <laughs> those things could pierce into your soul. Um, yeah, bad, 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 bad drop by Welker on that. That that was a game changer. That drop. Um, that was I believe on a third and eight. Yeah, that would put him on the New York twenty-one yard line, man. I mean, yeah, it's just... and he and he was wide open, wide, wide open. No, not even a soul around him. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, it was it was a little high for five for five foot eight or five foot nine Welker, but oh, he's got hops. He jumped, he, he jumped it. up. He had the hands on the thing, man. He got to bring that thing in. Yeah, just just a just a bad, just a really really poor drop. Um, and, and also Aaron Hernandez. I, I, I liked what he did. You know, he had a pretty good game for New England. Um, eight catches, um, was it 67 yards or so? Yeah, yeah. And, and, then that t- and, then, and then that touchdown accompanied by the Rainmaker dance. Yeah, the Rainmaker <laughs> dance. Yeah, strip club dance or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, uh, I, you know, I think Aaron Hernandez played pretty well considering Rob Gronkowski was a complete non-factor with that high ankle sprain. Um and I believe there's also a Chad Ochocinco sighting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Talk about somebody who did not deserve to be on that team. My God, man. Chad Ochocinco just is just 
terrible. I don't know how he went from being at least moderately talented in, in Cincinnati with Carson Palmer to whatever he is now with Tom Brady. You think you think it was just the problem of uh, him not being able to absorb the playbook fast enough? Because I know the Patriots have a very uh, ornate and no. I imagine pretty difficult playbook. No, but... I mean Chad 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 has had his moments where I really you know question his intelligence, but I mean, he's an NFL player. They have two jobs, to learn a playbook and to go out on the field and perform. And that's not that difficult. And for a wide receiver like Chad Ochocinco, that should not be an issue. Yeah, someone for like, he was like, like this. It's like his, what, 12th, 11th year, 11th, 12th year in the league? I remember but when not, he was a I you know how to do it. <laughs> I remember when that guy was a pro bowler. Like, Terrell Owens and Chad Ochocinco were, like, you know, the tops in the NFL. And Terrell Owens is now unemployed, and Chad Ochocinco did nothing this season. Nothing in New England. I mean, he was a complete, you were talking about non-factors. Chad Ochocinco did nothing this I mean, year. I mean, for a guy that's usually, like, a Total, like, easily 70-catch, 1,000-yard guy. I think he had, like, 15 catches all season. That's ridiculous. Oh, it was pathetic. It was absolutely pathetic. I, and I know that he was injured for part of the season. He had a couple of injuries, but nothing serious enough to where he should be held to 15 catches. Well, it's hard to tell, it's hard to tell him who's injured on that Patriots team. It seems like every week Bill Belichick has had practically half the team on the injury report, so. <laughs> well, um, speaking well, of Bill Belichick, I, I have a question about his, about his play calling. What did you think of that decision to let a mob Bradshaw score? They, it was it was it was there's under a minute left and they had the option of either calling timeouts and letting um, the Giants hit a field goal, or they could let a mob Bradshaw essentially walk into the end zone, score, and give Tom Brady 50 seconds to score a touchdown with one timeout. Well, obviously he has a heck of a lot of faith in Tom Brady. <laughs> well, he, he I I would too. As he should, yeah. <laughs> I, I I mean I what do, you, what do you think of the do you, do you think it was the right call looking back on it or do you think it was the do you think it was still a bad call now? You can, always, you can always you can always go to what ifs and everything, but uh, no, I, I think I think in the moment he made the right call. Go with the quarterback, save the timeouts for your for your offense that you've that has carried you throughout the entire season. Go that route. I think he made the right decision. Yeah, I I agree with that entirely. The, the New England's defense was not um, is not the strength of that team, and I would put the ball in Tom Brady's hands. If there's one quarterback I choose in the NFL under two minutes to be Tom Brady, so you know I would I, I think I think he made the right call. Um, the offense just couldn't get it done. It was just one of those rare times where you know New England just couldn't do anything on offense, and of course the Giants' pass rush was just like unworldly good. Yeah, Linville Joseph. <laughs> yeah, Lin- yeah <laughs> Linville East, Joseph from East Carolina of all people. Yeah, getting a lot of pressure. Yeah, 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 and and of course J- JPP, Jason Pierre, Paul, Justin Tuck, Usia Manure. Those guys are all nasty, man. They are all uh, just a really, really good, solid set of players. They are just tough to tough to play against. Um, you you know, I I looking back on the Super Bowl, if there's one player that, that deserves some special recognition, I know this is this is almost laughable, but but Chase Blackburn. From from where Adam? Do you know where he's from? <laughs> no. You don't know where Chase Blackburn is from? Uh, no, I know, I do not. The University of Akron. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. The I don't know. Former former Zip, huh? <laughs> yeah, he's an Akron Zip. Uh, the guy was a high school teacher earlier this season after he got cut from the uh, Giants. He's signed by Tom Coughlin essentially on good faith when they have when their linebacking core is decimated by injuries. I mean, they lost almost all their starters this year at least once. Um, Tom Coughlin brings him back on good faith, and he ends up getting almost, I mean, what I would consider almost, uh, well, not really, but a huge interception. Game-changing interception on a deep throw to Rob Gronkowski. Again, he was hurt with that high ankle sprain, and he... Essentially, I mean, he out-jumped Rob Gronkowski to get, get an interception. Would you agree? 
he outjumped. Yeah, yeah, the, definitely. The, the, he outjumped Gronk, who is is just you know an amazing receiver, and uh, got a huge interception for, for the Giants. I'm not sure if the Giants scored on that drive or not. I can't remember. But that's, that's about the kind of Super Bowl it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's one of those Super Bowls where yeah, I mean, the, the, you know, there wasn't much, there wasn't a ton of action in it, but. Um, Chase Blackburn definitely deserves a round of applause for his his individual performance in the game. Uh, very very impressive, and for a guy who nobody knows about, um, I was kind of scouring Twitter afterwards, and there's a bunch of NFL players saying, "Nice catch by that linebacker." Didn't even know his name, <laughs> so uh, pretty uh, pretty good stuff by Chase Blackburn. Um, but anyway, Adam, one last question before we sign off here. Okay, if you had to choose one player on each team as the I don't care if it's offensive or defensive, but as the least valuable player, who would it be? The least valuable player, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, the Patriots know where I'm going. <laughs> Chad Ochocinco. Oh, yeah, okay, fair enough, fair <laughs> and, enough. With his one catch, and he was like, I feel like he was allowed to play for that one play, too, if that's what it seems like, anyway. Yeah, that's what it then, seems um, like, yeah. The Giants, oof, that's tough. I would say Bear Pasco, but he had a pretty nice game because the Patriots were leaving him open. But <laughs> oh, dude, Bear Pasco's a hoss, man. He, he yeah. Pretty, yeah, look at that. Four catches, thirty-three yards for Bear Pasco. <laughs> so I don't, I don't really know. It's a very, it's a very solid core group in the Giants. I mean, they have a lot of guys. They're just a very good, solid team effort. There's no one guy that really dominated the rest. I mean, I don't, I don't really know who I would put it as a weak point. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't have anybody you would. You not really, not really. Maybe, maybe, maybe DJ Ware, their third down running back, because he didn't DJ have a whole Ware. lot. Of That's about it. I don't really know. But yeah, as far as the week one, I don't really know. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and stick with uh, Chris Canty, who finished with one tackle. And I, I, I would, I would say Usu Minora, because he only finished with one as well. But he had two hits on uh, Tom Brady, and we all know that that Giants defense line is all about getting pressure. So I'm sure Usu Minora actually got a couple of sacks that were through other people because he got the pressure, you know, so I'm sure it wasn't just, you know. Yep, yep. Um, but I'm going to go with Chris Canty because, you know, he really is, 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 you know, as talented as he can be, he is really hot and cold as a player in the NFL. He, he has weeks where he's just a monster. He has games where he does nothing. And this is one of those games. Um, but very, 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 very emotional game for the Patriots um, with Robert Kraft losing his wife earlier this year. Um, and it's too bad that, you know, they couldn't win it, you know, for her. But, um, yeah, the the Giants just had a better game. That's what it comes down to. That's, that's the that's the base of it. But yeah, Steve Weatherford was not going to let the Giants lose this game. Oh my god, Steve <laughs> Weather- he's the MVP. My God, yeah. did you see? Did you see those punts? Yeah, man. <laughs> Whoa! Like, what was it? Four inside the ten? Three or four punts inside the ten yard line? Forget yeah, inside the twenty. Inside the ten. <laughs> you know. Anyways. Thanks for listening. This is the Beer and Stash podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Beer and Stash. Check out our site, www.beardandstash.com. And check us out on iTunes. Uh, you can get us on the go. You can follow me, Troy, at Troy Ballards on Twitter. And me, at Adam Parker 43 And be sure to share us with all your, all your friends so they can uh, get good action on the beard and stash. Thanks.